Hello, everyone. Welcome back again. My name is Damon Kirtan, Senior Journalist for XR Today, bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industries. Today, as always, we have on a very, very special guest. We have on Mr. Neil Trevet. He is the president of the Kronos Group and the initial president of the Metaverse Standards Forum. So a warm welcome to Mr. Trevet. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Devin. It's good to be here. I'm happy to share the latest updates. Okay, brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, we're going to have an amazing discussion today because we're going to talk about interoperability and metaverse standards, of course, with the Metaverse Standards Forum. Now, I uh, just wanted to kick things off with you. Uh, could you let us know a little bit about your role in the organization and how it plans to shape the future of the metaverse? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually kind of wear three hats. Well, my day job is at NVIDIA, where I work on developer ecosystems, helping Developers use GPUs, um, and for many years um, I have been the president of the Kronos Group. Uh, so the Kronos Group is a is a standards organization. We create open interoperability standards uh, for many uh, technologies that are relevant to the metaverse. So 3D graphics with Vulkan, uh, the XR uh, devices with Open XR, GLTF, the 3D asset uh, format. Um, so. Many of these standards we've been working on for many years, and now the metaverse is appearing as this um, umbrella concept of how the web is going to evolve to include spatial computing. Uh, many of these uh, technologies you know, are relevant to that whole uh, whole uh, idea, and that was really the the, uh, the genesis of the metaverse standards forum. Um, we found that, that many uh, companies were coming to Kronos interested in Kronos standards, but were also interested in uh, uh, other standards that are going to be needed for the metaverse. And uh, they began asking us, and we began looking around, saying, well, there's going to be so many standards, not just 3D and XR, many different types of technologies are going to need to work together. And we're going to need a, a constellation of standards from oh, hundreds, potentially, of standards organizations. Now, where do we go to talk to those other organizations that are doing good work in standardization? Uh, how do we coordinate? How do we figure out where the gaps are, where the opportunities for cooperation are? And we discovered, along with everyone else, uh, that there was nowhere in the industry uh, where people were coming together, organizations were coming together, to figure out how we can work together for, for the standardization of um, uh, the interoperability that we need uh, for, for the metaverse. And it's an important topic because the metaverse, I think, at its core, is bringing together multiple disruptive technologies. There's AI, which is very much in the news right now. There's, of course, XR. There's GPU processing. Uh, there's the Web3, uh, which is you know, still very new and nascent, but has some key ideas in there about decentralized storage and trust and transactions. And if you want all, lots of the different technologies to work together, you're going to need interoperability. Um, also, one of the key concepts behind the metaverse, I think, is we can, through interoperability, enable the current kind of proto um, metaverse experiences that we have in the game space and the enterprise space to work together. And so we can break out of our individual silos and have a much larger scaled economy. And of course, 
if we are evolving the web to uh, to be a spatial, spatially enabled uh, web, uh, the web is entirely based on open, uh, openly accessible standards. So, whichever way you approach the metaverse, you know, interoperability uh, is is key. And so, we really needed a place to coordinate uh, interoperability for the metaverse, and, and that's why the Kronos Group um, we bootstrapped the Metaverse Standards Forum. Um, we, we didn't know how much interest there, there was going to be, uh, but it seemed like a really uh, a positive thing for, for, for Kronos, for the wider industry. Uh, and so we, we helped bootstrap uh, the forum. The, the first instantiation of the forum was uh, a very simple agreement. Everyone signed an agreement with the Kronos group, uh, but you know, we agreed to come together as a, as a community and, and have these uh, uh, discussions. So we created the, uh, the forum um, uh, back in June, 2022 uh, with 37 founding members. And uh, we were interested to see how much interest there was gonna be uh, in uh, the industry. And we've ended up now with over 2,400 uh, member organizations. And I think that really does show uh, the level of interest in uh, both the metaverse and uh, the interoperability needed to build an open and inclusive uh, metaverse and uh, the industry's willingness and uh, 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 really desire to participate in how we build the metaverse around open interoperable standards. Brilliant. And yeah, and there's a lot that I've seen on your website as well. Um, number one being, you know, some of the new member, I mean, some of the new members that you've got in the organization, like meta platforms or uh, NVIDIA, I think was another one of them uh, that's heavily involved in kind of creating those standards. And if I'm not mistaken, was it also Qualcomm that you had as kind of like particip participants? Yeah. Yeah, no, um, we, we, we have uh, a lot of companies from the, you know, the XR community at, at many different levels of the stack. Uh, you know, we, we have the hardware, you know, the silicon folks like you know, uh, NVIDIA and AMD and, and Intel. We have the XR uh, device manufacturers. You know, there's Qualcomm, HTC, and, and many others. Uh, we have the engine vendors. There's Unity and Epic. You know, and of course, many of the application uh, developers too. And you know, it, it's great to have everyone uh, in, in one place. It's a really you know, productive. We're finding that you know, e even the companies that are you know, in related fields you know, and maybe know each other, <laughs> um, they've never had a forum uh, with a specific purpose of uh, discussing uh, standards. So, um, and we're finding that conversations and communications are happening uh, that you know, I think wouldn't probably have happened uh, without the forum saying, okay, no, this is why we're here. This is why we're gathering with this uh, specific purpose to figure out you know, how we can uh, cooperate around uh, interoperability. It's been very interesting. Um, I've learned I've learned a lot <laughs> uh, from it. And uh, I think other, other organizations are finding it a useful forum. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you have so many people together, you know, there's, there's a you kind of use the metaverse standards forum as kind of a platform to get everyone on the same page. So um, for you, I know that you have some working groups that you have you know organized for this particular you know duty, and I wanted to know exactly how do you manage to kind of get people to work together on the same page, 
and um, come together to create these standards. Yes. So, so the first thing, I mean, and I'm, uh, I'm glad you asked that, that question because we, we don't, the forum doesn't create standards. Um, and I know it's confusing because we're called the Metaverse Standards Forum. Um, but, you know, we are uh, kind of a, a communication and cooperation layer over the many organizations that are out there who are doing excellent work in building uh, standards that are relevant uh, to, to the Metaverse. But the forum itself, we, we, we don't create standards. We, we try to provide the, this forum uh, so standards organizations can get more data, more input requirements, use cases, uh, in some cases, you no know, test beds, interoperability testing, uh, all kinds of valuable data for any standards organization. So we can help them in their mission uh, to create you know, the standards that we need for the metaverse you know, better and sooner. Uh, so we exist to you know, assist those other uh, organizations that are, are already out there. We don't want to compete with uh, all of that uh, on good ongoing work. So we're this kind of unique uh, kind of layer on, on top of all of the existing organizations, not controlling, but providing this you know, communication forum uh, if they choose uh, to use it and if they find it uh, 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 valuable. But um, with 2,400 members and you know, um, not knowing what the final destination of the metaverse is going to be, uh, it, it is a potential for chaos. <laughs> uh, a lot of people that have never met before and undefined goals you know, could, could, could um, be uh, not very productive. So, so we have been very careful to structure things so, so we can uh, be pragmatic and produce useful uh, work you know, uh, right now, uh, not in the future, but, but right now. And the way we've done that is a kind of a three-step program. Uh, the first thing we did was poll all of the membership uh, to see what were the, the key areas of interest for them in terms of uh, interoperability. What were the interoperability pain points that they were suffering from, holding them back uh, right now? Or where were the real opportunities that they saw where you know, some interoperability could really make a difference to, to their business? And we immediately got 250 different topics, and that's an ongoing, ongoing process. Then we uh, found that those topics naturally grouped into domains. And the do domains that we uh, found you know, everything from 3D asset interoperability, you know, XR interoperability, uh, avatar interoperability, all the way through to uh, networking standards. And interesting, the one that uh, bubbled right to the top was safety, security, and privacy, which uh, I was actually initially surprised, but now you know, very happy to see that the industry is paying that much attention to that important aspect of uh, building trust in the metaverse platform, which is of course you know, key, key to anyone uh, using it. So, so we have this um, a couple dozen of domains, and then the third step is to create domain working groups. So working groups that are picking out those topics from the domains that have been upvoted right to the top and asking ourselves, okay, what can we do today to solve those interoperability uh, problems and create very pragmatic short-term uh, projects that will move the needle for the, the folks that are working uh, in that space. 
Absolutely. And, you know, with a lot of the different expertise that you can get from each respective organization, that helps a lot to kind of create this big picture. Because, you know, Meta, uh, Meta Platforms has had quite a bit of investment in creating kind of ethical developments of the metaverse, whereas NVIDIA has a lot with the infrastructure. And then you would have like a lot of other groups, uh, for example, Room, which is creating these um, platforms to allow people to, you know, build their entire conferencing online in this metaverse stand, I mean, in these metaverse groups. So, you know, it's kind of like the world's coming together to build these standards based on the knowledge and their respective expertise. Yes, yes, exactly. And, you know, in, in, in the XR space, you know, there are you know, re really excellent organizations doing good work, like, you know, XR Association and, and, and many others. Again, we're not trying to compete with those. That the we're trying to help the, those those organisations. I think the, the the reason why we potentially can help, and I think we, I hope they agree. You know, we are beginning to to find ways of helping. Is that we are the, we are a venue that brings together many different aspects. Uh, you know, broad in a more broader sense than you know, just the XR. Community. Now, obviously, XR you know, is a very important piece of, of the metaverse, but it's not the only piece. So where the XR community needs to reach out to find out what the adjacent technologies and opportunities are that want to leverage uh, XR, um, you know, we hope to provide that, that broader forum that adds value you know, to all of the excellent organizations already working in the XR space. Absolutely. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, also, I also want to keep an eye on the XR for Europe as well because I know that they'll start to come in, you know, as they start to develop with the Stereoscopia events. So that's going to be quite interesting to see as well the European take on it. Um, I was going to ask you a little bit about this. Um, speaking of bringing people together, you're going to be attending the Augmented World Expo uh, quite soon. Um, what do you have to look forward to that, and why do you plan to showcase um, your organization um, through that? particular event yes so um you know, awe is uh definitely one of the the key events in uh, the whole augmented world um uh, uh, calendar now obviously it has a, a pretty strong focus on augmented reality and uh, um, virtual reality which which is a key piece of of, of the metaverse and you know, we have found over the years that you know, AWE is a very, um, it's really the, the, the premier commercial event for you know, the XR uh, community. So both Kronos uh, uh, is going to be there because, again, many of our standards are relevant to, to the XR community. It's great to be able to engage with the community face to face, you know, particularly <laughs> after the last few years. It's great to come back uh, uh, together. There, you know, there is a uh, just being together. You have the serendipitous communications that just aren't possible uh, online. Um, and uh, Kronos is happy to uh, host uh, uh, some sessions for the Metaverse Standards Forum. And the Metaverse Standards Forum has a panel session on the AWE uh, program. So we are looking forward to to meeting many of our members because the uh, the forum is quite young, and uh, and we are just coming out of uh, the COVID era, so you no, know, we haven't had that many opportunities to meet face to face, um, and so you no, know, we're looking forward to having that interaction 
uh, with our member organizations and, and other organizations that want to, to learn more about uh, the forum. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so good to have everyone back in person because I've noticed a stark difference between slightly post-COVID and nowadays where we have like thousands and thousands of people rejoining these groups. And I think that they can now finally start to network in person and in real time as opposed to, you know, of course we do work with the metaverse, but you know, there's <laughs> nothing like shaking someone's hand in person. That's right. That's right. But um, I was going to ask you, is there anything else that you wanted to cover about, um, you know, the metaverse standards forum and what you hope to expect in the near future? Um, any other developments that you would like to share with our audiences? So the, the um, big milestone that the forum has just reached um, is that we've incorporated now as an independent legal entity. So as I mentioned at the beginning, uh, the forum was originally formed you know, as a, uh, a, a loose affiliation based around the, the Kronos group. And Kronos was delighted and honored to be able to play a role in, in bootstrapping the organization. But, but, but of course, uh, longer term, the forum you know, deserves to be an independent uh, entity. Kronos will continue to be uh, involved, of course, but you know, we, we want to be just one more member among, uh, among many. And so with the unanimous agreement of all the members, uh, we have just recently, you know, just a week or two ago, uh, completed uh, the step to be to incorporate as a non-profit consortium, um, just, you know, just like is a very standard organi uh, organizational template. Um, but it means you no, know, we can do all, all the normal things. You no, know, we can have a bank account <laughs> and you know, uh, engage legally uh, with with the other uh, organizations uh, out there. Um, the the forum has always been free to join, and because we're not a standards organization. Uh, there's no NDA and there's no intellectual property framework. We don't need one because we're not creating standards. So it's always been a very um, uh, easy uh, forum to join, which is great because participation is the lifeblood of what the forum is trying to do. Um, and now we're incorporated. We need to be self-sustaining. We do need some funds. Uh, Kronos has been funding things up to now, but we want to be independent. Um, so the the... the Participation in the in the new incorporated forum is still available free. So if you you can participate in any of the domain working groups if you want to join at that level. Uh, but if you want to get involved in the management of the forum and be you know stand for election to the board because now we are incorporated, we have an, a new board of directors. Um, if you want to get involved in the management, then there, there are some uh, modest. Uh, participation fees you know, to fund the Kronos, um, the, the forum's activities. And you know, we have around six months uh, for people to, tran if, you know, to transition to, to the new membership um, uh, framework. So we're looking forward to people you know, uh, joining under the, under the new independent um, uh, entity. But the, the, the core mission and the way we're working on a day-to-day -day basis is completely unchanged. Uh, we're still not a standards organization. And our, and our mission and you know, what, what we do um, in the domain working groups that I mentioned, you know, that is completely unchanged. And you still have the free uh, access uh, to participants who just want to come and work in, in those domain working groups. So, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing. I think it's a good foundation for the forum 
going forward, you know, being uh, independent and self-funded, uh, it, it will enable the forum, hopefully, to add value to the industry, you know, for the foreseeable future. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be an, it's an immense milestone and congratulations for achieving that. And additionally, you know, once we see that they can make that first step, then they'll be able to create a lot more, you know, a lot further steps um, for the organization and all of its members. So, you know, best of luck to you on that. And, um, you know, additionally, we do remember um, that the um, XR Association had created um, an advisory committee. So that was one of the milestones in creating standards for the um, XR industry as well. So that gives them kind of steering direction. So we're looking forward to seeing how that also translates, you know, for the metaverse standards forum, you know. So, um, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So brilliant. Yeah. I, I really appreciate you, you and your time because I know you're traveling today. You're going to have like a great time. You're in the States, correct? Right. I, I am in the States. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Have a great time and um, all the best to you. Uh, so once again, we've been speaking to Mr. Neil Trevet. He is the president of the Kronos Group and the initial president of the Metaverse Standards Forum. My name again is Kamon Kiraton, senior journalist for XR Today. And if you'd like to follow more conversations like this, please join us at the XR News hashtag on Twitter and LinkedIn. Thanks so much for joining us all and have a wonderful, wonderful time. Hopefully see you at the AWE. Bye now.